Good afternoon and welcome to Our Lady Queen of Peace Parish. Our gathering song is found in the hymnal number 644. There's a wideness in God's mercy, number 644. There's a wideness in God's mercy like the wideness of the sea. There's a kindness in God's justice which is more than liberty. There is plentiful redemption in the blood that has been shed. There is joy for all the members in the sorrows of the land. For the love of God is broader than the measures of our mind, and the heart of the eternal is most wonderfully kind. If our love were but more faithful, we should rest upon God's and our lives would be thanksgiving for the goodness of our Lord. Good evening, dear brothers and sisters. Uh, before we start the Mass, allow me to say Happy Easter, belatedly. <laughs> I believe I haven't seen a good number of you since uh, some time before Easter. That's why I would like to wish you, uh, actually to hope that you had a nice Easter and that you are having a nice Easter season. We are gathered in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Before we celebrate these holy mysteries, let's call to mind, dear brothers and sisters, our sinfulness before one another and before our God, asking for mercy and forgiveness. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord have, mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to life everlasting. Amen. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. 
everlasting mercy, who in the very recurrence of the Paschal Feast kindle the faith of the people you have made your own, increase, we pray, the grace you have bestowed, that all may grasp and rightly understand in what font they have been washed, by whose spirit they have been reborn, by whose blood they have been redeemed. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Many signs and wonders were done among the people at the hands of the apostles. They were all together and Solomon's portico. None of the others dared to join them, but the people esteemed them. Yet more than ever, believers in the Lord, great numbers of men and women were added to them. Thus they even carried the sick out into the streets and laid them on cots and mats, so that when Peter came by, at least his shadow might fall on one or another of them. A large number of people from the towns and the vicinity of Jerusalem also gathered, bringing the sick 
and those disturbed by unclean spirits, and they were all cured. The word of the Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us be glad, alleluia, alleluia. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us be glad, alleluia, alleluia. Give thanks to the Lord, for God is good. God's love shall last forever. Let the people of Israel say, God's love shall last forever. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us be glad, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord's right hand has triumphed. God's hand has raised me up. I shall not die. I shall live remembering his wonderful deeds. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Let us be glad, alleluia, alleluia. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the work of the Lord, a marvel in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us be glad, alleluia, alleluia. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us be glad, alleluia, alleluia. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, your brother, who share with you the distress, the kingdom, and the endurance we have in Jesus, found myself 
on the island called Patmos because I proclaimed God's word and gave testimony to Jesus. I was caught up in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a voice as loud as a trumpet which said, write on a scroll what you see. Then I turned to see whose voice it was that spoke to me. And when I turned, I saw seven gold lampstands, and in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man, wearing an ankle-length robe with a gold sash around his chest. When I caught sight of him, I fell down at his feet as though dead. He touched me with his right hand and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last, the one who lives. Once I was dead, but now I am alive forever. I hold the keys to death and the netherworld. Write down, therefore, what you have seen and what is happening and what will happen afterwards. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, 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 Because you have seen me, blessed are they who have not seen me, but still believe. Alleluia, 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 alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. <clears throat> On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. 
as the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. <clears throat> Thomas, called Didmas, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now, a week later, his disciples again were inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side. And do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. And so, dear brothers and sisters, where was Thomas Didmus? when Jesus first came. We have read that he was not with the others. He was absent, conspicuously absent. In fact, <clears throat> Thomas Didymus is sometimes called the Doubting Thomas. The Doubting Thomas. But today, I would like to suggest to us that we could as well refer to him as the conspicuous absence. Thomas, the conspicuous absence. Where was he? All the rest were together, but he. Where was he? We are not sure. We are not sure where he was. And we are not sure why he wasn't with the rest. But we can guess. We can imagine, given the context, we can imagine a few things. The context of this story is the aftermath of the resurrection. 
But as you remember, dear brothers and sisters, just before the resurrection, three days before the resurrection, we had a terrible time, horrific times. Jesus being arrested, scourged, denied by Peter, betrayed by Simon Iscariot, Judas Iscariot, crucified and killed. Those are the preceding happenings of Easter. Not good times. Not good times at all. So, dear brothers and sisters, even after the news of the resurrection, the fear of the previous happenings was lingering on. That's why the opening statement of the gospel that we read today said, on the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, doors locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. Because all the horrific things that had happened before the resurrection were committed by the Jews because of fear of such things re-happening to the group of the disciples the, the disciples decided to lock themselves inside a room where the disciples were when the doors were locked for fear of the Jews, then Jesus came in their midst and said, peace be with you. In other words, this band of 12 men, of course today they are 11 because Thomas Didymus is not with them, this group of 11 was a fearful group, still traumatized by the events of the week that preceded Easter, the week that preceded the resurrection, the good news of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, they were still traumatized and fearful, and so they were locking themselves inside a room for fear of the Jews. And because of that, we may not be surprised that Thomas Didymus was not with them. Humanly speaking, he might have thought that the Jews that had done those horrific things the previous week might get word of where this group of the 12 were and might decide to attack. So he was conspicuously absent for fear, again, for fear of the Jews. 
the group was in a locked place for fear of the Jews, Thomas, Didymus, might have been absent for the same reason, for fear of the Jews, that the Jews might get word of where this group of disciples was and might decide to attack them. So he absented himself. That's one way of thinking about it. But there is also another way of thinking about it. Because of what had happened prior to the resurrection, a good number of these men, the disciples, was beginning to doubt seriously the future of their mission. Even when they received the news of the resurrection, still their doubts persisted. What was going to become of their mission now that their leader, Jesus, was away? What was to become of each one of them What was to become of not only the group of the 12, but of the many other people that they had preached to? What did the future look like for them and for the entire group of followers, the group that later became to be known as Christians? What was to become of this group that had gathered around Jesus and around these 12 and was ready to follow that new teaching. Doubts about the future. Uncertainty about what was to come. And because of this, there might have started to develop a decline in the faith of some of the members of this group, including Thomas Didymus, which is why he might have been absent. His faith was no longer as strong as it used to be when Jesus was with them. After Jesus' death, his faith was dwindling. His doubts had increased. And his fear for the future was getting higher and higher. And therefore, his enthusiasm to join the activities of the group was diminished. He would rather stay alone than join this group that seemed to have no clear future. That's another way, dear brothers and sisters, of thinking about Thomas, the conspicuous absence. But certainly, 
We could as well think of Thomas's absence as mere accidental. Perhaps he had gone to do some business for the community, perhaps buy food or water or what, run some errands for the group. That's another possibility. But given the context of fear, of doubt, of uncertainty, it's unlikely that Thomas Didymus had simply absented himself for purposes of taking care of the group. Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, when Jesus appears to the group, Thomas misses the chance to see him. Why? Again, I would like to suggest, dear brothers and sisters, that Jesus precisely appeared to the group when Thomas Didymus was absent first to teach the whole group and the rest of us who would read about this story the importance of keeping together even during the hardest of times. The, the importance of unity even at the darkest of our moments as individuals and as groups. Keep together. Keep firmly together. Do not disintegrate. Keep firmly together. There, in the midst of the group, God is. Don't give up the, don't give up the spirit of the team, the spirit of the family, the spirit of the community. Keep together. That's why Jesus perhaps appeared to the group and not to, to Thomas Didymus wherever he was. He didn't appear to Thomas wherever Thomas was. Instead, he appeared to the group that remained together. Keep together. Do not let the challenges of the times tear you apart, tear your community apart, tear your family apart, tear, tear your church apart, tear your country apart. Keep together. The more the challenges, the stronger your unity ought to be. That's one of the lessons that Jesus' appearance to the group and not to Thomas in his solitude, that's one of the lessons that we can think about within that context. But again, within the same context, we can think of another idea. Jesus decided to appear to the group 
and not to Thomas alone, wherever he was, in order to eventually increase the dramatic impact, the dramatic impact of the resurrection, the dramatic impact of the resurrection. You see, Thomas comes back and the group reports to him, we have seen the Lord. And he says, unless I touch his hands, put my hand, my fingers in his, in his wounds, I can't believe. And so, a week later, when Thomas Didymus was with the group, this time he's with the group, team spirit, community spirit, family spirit, keep together even during times of challenges, greatest challenges, don't tear apart. Now, he's together with the rest. A week later, Jesus comes dramatically and says to Thomas, hey Thomas, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Hey, come, come over, come over. Put your hands in my side, put your fingers in my wound, nail wounds, and believe. Do not be unbelieving. Huh? How dramatic is that? Believe, Thomas, believe. Do not be unbelieving. Wow. What an impact that would have on the community of the 12, and perhaps more importantly, what an impact that would have on the rest of us who read these stories today. Believe and not, do not be unbelieving. Blessed are those that believe without seeing. Hmm. What an impact. What an impact. And that means a lot for us, dear brothers and sisters, today. We were not there when all these things were happening. But blessed are we because we believe without having seen these things happen ourselves. How blessed are we? Believe and do not be unbelieving. Believe and do not be unbelieving. Such a dramatic increase of the impact of the resurrection and the eventual appearance of Jesus is very significant for us. And we keep reading and rereading these stories to nourish our spiritual selves, to encourage ourselves, to waken ourselves up to shake ourselves into deeper and deeper faith in the mysteries of our salvation. Deeper and deeper faith in the promises of the risen Lord. Finally, dear brothers and sisters, Every one of us have their own challenges, have their own fears, 
have their own uncertainties. Fears about today and tomorrow, fears of what I'm to become in the future, fears about what is to happen to my family if I lose a job, fears about what is to become of our city and our country if our economic systems and political systems do not work the way we think they should. So many different kinds of fears. Fears about the future of the church because of the so many different uh, challenges we hear happening inside the church and at times done by us, the clergy, people like me, the clergy, stories all around, left and right and center. And all these fill us with a lot of fear and doubts about the future of the church and about the future of the worshiping communities all around the world. Future about the priesthood, future about religious life of men and women, future about church administration, and so many other fears. Fear, doubt, uncertainty. Jesus is telling us, even in the midst of all those, believe. Believe. Do not be unbelieving. Have the confidence that is required of a follower of Jesus. Know that Jesus is in control of the church, control of human affairs, control of the, even of the economy, of political organization, of social organization. God is in control. Have the confidence to believe that. That in the midst of all these challenges, left and right and center, still God is in control. And he will craft out of all this chaos something even better. Do you doubt what I've just said? Do you doubt what I've just said? <laughs> I will again say, believe that God is in control in the midst of all these so many challenges around us. Let's pray, dear brothers and sisters, that our faith in the risen Lord will never fail. And that our faith in the risen Lord will help our brothers and sisters to shake themselves up, to believe even without having seen. Just as the Lord said to Thomas, blessed are those that believe without seeing.
May we please stand? I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, be God not made consubstantial with the Father. became man. For our sake was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He'll come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We now present to God some of our needs, confident that he will hear us. Our response is, be merciful, O Lord, that we may know the deep mercy of the Father and show that mercy to one another. We pray, be merciful, O Lord, for an end to the war in Ukraine and for all who suffer from the wounds of war all over the world, we pray. Be merciful, be merciful O Lord. For an end to gun violence and for the healing of those involved in last weekend's shooting in East Allegheny, we pray. Be merciful, O Lord. That we may come to trust the resurrection more and more, sharing our hope with others, we pray. Be merciful, O Lord. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Be merciful, O Lord. We go forth for an increase in attention and resolve to care for the environment, we pray. Be merciful, O Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Patricia Harry, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Be merciful, O Lord. We remember today Anne Kalupa and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Be merciful, O Lord. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, Mary full of grace, grace, the Lord is with you. you. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. 
as our gifts are prepared, we sing number 532, 532 verses 4, 5, and 6. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That night the apostles met in fear. Amidst them came the Lord most dear and said, My peace be on all here. Alleluia. Thomas first the tidings heard How they had seen the risen Lord He doubted the disciples' word Alleluia Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia My wounded side, O Thomas, see. Behold my hands, my feet, said he. Not faithless, but believing me. Alleluia. Alleluia. No longer Thomas then denied, he saw the feet, the hands, the side. You are my Lord and God, he cried, Alleluia, Alleluia, Dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the oblations of your people and of those you have brought to new birth during this Easter season that renewed by confession of your name and by baptism, they may attain an ending happiness through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is true, right, and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time, above all, to load you yet more gloriously when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. 
Through him, the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful. For his death is our ransom from death, and in his rising, the life of all has risen. Therefore, overcome with Paschal joy, every land and every people exalts in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, 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 O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly in his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you Therefore, as we celebrate the memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray 
that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, our God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. 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 We now pray to the Father using the words our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day of bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, we say to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another some sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. For those that can't be present on the live stream, we have an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart, as though you have already come. I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that our reception of this Paschal Sacrament may have a continuing effect in our minds and hearts. We make this prayer through Christ your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Alleluia, alleluia. Jesus Christ is risen today. Alleluia. Our triumphant holy day. Alleluia. Who did once upon the cross. Alleluia. A praise, then let us sing. Alleluia. Unto Christ our heavenly King. Alleluia.